Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs! This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsenthemindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. They are warriors trained to survive, trained to kill. While some don their armor and defend the flock, others lurk in the shadows, plotting their next attack. They will dishonor their oath. They will rape and murder. Were these monsters born this way, or are they a product of their surroundings? This is Dishonorable Mention. Fallen! Alright, alright, everybody take a seat, grab a drink, let's get this show started. Are you ready? I'm ready. I said, are you ready? I'm ready. Good, because we're on. Good. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. You're doing that because it's an awkward um, laugh kind of thing because we're about to talk about gross stuff. We're about to talk about? Is that we're, what you're saying? We're about to talk about some fucked up shit. In case you don't know what you're listening to, welcome back to another episode of Dishonorable Mentions. Yeah. And we got a whole, whole big old box of Dishonorable. Yeah. So I know this month we kind of dedicated it to 9-11. It was the 20th uh, anniversary. And uh, we, for the most part, we did everything. We, we, we talked about the different segments were mm-hmm. basically, you know, based on 9-11, who we thought our heroes were from that day, and also, you know, our stories. We shared that. And then for this one... Um, we wanted to throw a, a little dishonorable mention in there, but there's no dishonorable mentions on 9-11, but the product that came after 9-11 True. is where we get ourselves in trouble. Yes, we do. So, of course, we're talking about Abu Ghraib. Abu Ghraib. Abu Ghraib or Abu Ghraibi. Or Abu uh, Ghraib. Would say. Why do I think... That people who say it or pronounce it Abu Ghraib sound like this, Abu Ghraib. Abu Ghraib. It just sounds like that's how they talk, Abu Ghraib. 
And when people that say Abu Ghraib, <laughs> sounds like Abu Ghraib. Grabby. Abu Grabby. They sound like Why someone did, that would like, do something inappropriate. If you say Abu Grabi, you sound like a duck. Abu Grabi. That's what I think. But I don't know. <laughs> Same. I think so. People also say Abu Grabe. Yeah, that one. Too, I don't know now. Now we, we have no idea which one is right. Well, either way, either way you put it. Yeah. Uh, it was a shit show. It was fucked up. And when I say a product of 9-11, you know, obviously we went to war in Afghanistan after 9-11. And then somehow we found our way into Iraq. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, kind of staying on on topic, except for calling out some dirt bags. uh, That's that's the show we've got uh, planned for you guys. Yeah, it's so disgusting. It's sad. It's sad. I'm like depressed. It's disgusting. It's... It's a wild ride that I'm going to take you guys on. Ugh. I don't even want to hear So let's start from the beginning. What is Abu Ghraib? Abu Ghraib? Abu Ghraib? Um, just so you guys know, it's A-B-U. So that's easy. Abu. And then G-H-R-A. This is, you get the gra, but then there's an I and a B. So is it Abu Ghraib? Abu Ghraib? Abu Ghraib? I think you're spending a lot of time on this name when everyone... Just want to know. Abu Grab. Okay, let's just go with that one. Okay. Abu Grabi. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Abu Grabi. Hey, say charcuterie board. Exactly. Cookie okay. Board. There you go. All right. So anyways, charcuterie for board. those of you that don't know, in 2003, yes. 2004, a uh, group of soldiers... Uh, MPs from the 372nd, I believe, something like that. I'll get into it. A reservist unit out of Pennsylvania uh, were accused of uh, maltreatment of uh, prisoners, uh, dereliction of duty, and so on and so forth, or harassment, you know, sexual abuse, you name it. Uh, when pictures surfaced, uh, I believe 60 Minutes did a show on them, and um, where the prison guards were stacking naked prisoners Iraqi prisoners uh, like pyramids one on top of each other naked and then also posing in sexual and you know lewd uh, you know poses if you will Yeah. tons of them tons of them I mean we're talking hundreds of them or they would make them stand naked in front of each other or facing backwards, holding hands and with their feet tied and bags over their heads. Or they would make them stand on small little boxes to so balance gross. with, with you know, bags over their heads and wires attached to their fingers. So they think they're getting like Yeah, secured. and it, you can just tell it's a bunch of fucking hillbillies that joined the reserves. And I was in the National Guard, so I'm not like one of those anti-part-timers. They're not all the same. So wow. some people are respectful. The this unit sounded like a shit show, um, with just the nonsense, like like just complete lack of. They're still human, like they lost all their humanity. Yeah, it's gross. So that that's what Abu Ghraib is. Yeah. Uh, but any, anyways, um, going back to that uh, sixty minutes episode. That, you know, 
unveiled all those pictures that, that we're talking about. I mean, look it up for yourselves. I mean, I don't want to continue don't look it there. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. And like Crystal said, obviously anybody that is anybody or human <laughs> has a, a feeling of, I don't care if this is what I'm being told to do, this is inhumane. But what I will say is that even some of the people that were found guilty, mm-hmm. as I tell their story, mm-hmm. I think you'll see that that they it legitimately they trusted their superiors. They felt it was wrong. They were even calling it out. Even some that actually told mm-hmm. their superiors and then they were told not to worry about it and it's none of their business. So to the point where how far do you go, right? Like you're, It was you, the you, worst case of groupthink I have ever... I mean, it is, but even the seen. ones that, that tried... Yeah. That tried to, to call it out well, never got anywhere. And then you know that one of the oh, worst yeah. feelings is being stuck somewhere with a unit that you feel oh, yeah. is after you. Yes. That And what do you do? You just got to survive to get back home, right? So yeah. some of those may fall in that, in that oh, category. Oh, absolutely. It's it, like, I, I don't blame this... I, PFC and we do blame the specialist because oh he was we'll get into that we'll get into that but I mean I'm gonna really, start us off from cold to hot here's the thing I don't believe I don't blame the worst the worst that did the worst more than I blame the leadership because there were because you can't that tell never me got they called did. out by the way. Yeah, they never. Yeah, that's the real travesty. I think the highest ranking person was an E seven. Well, I there was a E6. general that got sent down to colonel. Yeah, I think that I was think Mills. She was lying. Oh, it was a female. It was a female. Because Mills is, I, I believe that I don't know if it's Miller or Mills. We were just watching that. He was the guy that got sent. He was a two star that got sent from Guantanamo because mm-hmm. he had he had a um, he had done such a good job on getting intel over mm-hmm. at Guantanamo. You think Guantanamo? Guantanamo. Guantanamo. I don't know why I sound like I'm saying with a B. Just say um, Gitmo. Gitmo. Oh, I got a thing. People that say Gitmo sound like. Just kidding. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> um, anyways, Gitmo. Uh, remember, he was doing such a great job, and over in Iraq, they're like, we're not getting any results from from Abu Ghraib because they were a bunch of farmers. And so then, and, and so then they brought this general over, mm-hmm. and then that under him. Mm-hmm. Is where things got real shitty because his orders were at at all costs essentially, and since they didn't feel that these guys, uh, these prisoners of war, essentially were not truly prisoners of war because these guys were not fighting under the Geneva Convention rules. So the whole point of it was that they're like the Geneva Convention only only applies to soldiers that fight under a nation or a country that is signed the Geneva Convention. So, so if you are stupid. an entity that that is not identified under the Geneva Convention, then you are in no man's land and we can basically do whatever we want to. Now, there is an organization in the world too, besides the Geneva Convention, mm-hmm. that specifically has an oversight on torture. Mm-hmm. So now, just because you found a loophole through the Geneva Convention doesn't mean that you can just torture them because these guys now fall under this other yeah. convention. But then when you read the rules on that one, it talks about, you know, torture can't go beyond this type of pain threshold and things like that. And nobody defines what that threshold is. Mm-hmm. So technically that leaves a loophole. We're like, well, we can go as far as we can on right before kill. We cannot kill them. 
and we cannot permanently damage them. And so based on those two rules, they're like, we can pretty much do anything. They're like broken fingers won't kill you. And yeah. it won't permanently damage you because we'll just put it back in. Or, you know, and then now that was studies the have yes. shown that that, was, that well, doesn't work. Yeah, and while that was the that was the thought. Yes. And that's why I thought when you said that general that got in trouble, I didn't know if it was this guy. No, or, there was the commander was someone of else. The, the actual MP unit. She, I mean, look at her, just her DA photo tells you she should not be in charge of anything. But it's really interesting because so she got taken down to being a colonel because yeah. she was in charge of all this. But what's sad is she left the military, the full-time military, went into reserves, and she was training executives um, on military tactics. Someone call this uh, immersion, military immersion. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I, You know, I've seen those before where, you know, like people love the military. So and it's like, oh, you can learn this from the military and blah, 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 which is a good thought. It's very interesting, very popular, well received. But I just find it ironic that this dumb bitch who like allowed all of this to happen she is is not training well well she's not i'm sure she's not doing it that's what she was because remember she was reserved so oh, she had a full-time during, job during that time she that's so what she was doing. during the time like so before she went off to iraq to to run people who did all this she was training ceos on leadership and all of this yeah, she so was ahead of her time huh she was ahead of her time that's and the way to go i mean Think about it. You could either go into Hollywood and 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 train, you know, uh, actors on how to act like a like a like a soldier, like a service member, right? Which some mm -hmm. of them have, and you can make a very lucrative career out of that, you know, because you know movies yeah. hire people for that stuff, you know. So oh, you could yeah. do that, or you could go and 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 do this. You got to be a Fox News for CEO reporter. Because they got a whole shit ton of veterans. Oh yeah, you could do that. There. You could be a Fox reporter. You could be a um um. What do you call it? Uh, shit. What were we talking about? A trainer. There you go. A trainer. Yeah. Uh -huh. For CEOs and all that stuff. Yes. Or you could be uh, that other thing. Yeah. Any of those. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why we're talking about this girl. You threw me off. I did. Are you ready to get off. started? Yes. All right. Jump in. So that's, a, that's, that's one. Yes. That's one. And in total, there were 11, but I'm only going over some of the more popular ones with more interesting stories and like i said i'm starting from cold to hottest which means what i feel are the more innocent ones that mm -hmm. could have gone either way and i think they were kind of just trapped in this you know this toxic toxic world, world and you know cycle whatever so the first one covers jeremy civets jeremy civets uh was um uh, charged on the uniform code of military justice with conspiracy and maltreat uh, de uh, oh, and to maltreat detainees, maltreatment of detainees, and dereliction of duty for negligently failing to protect detainees from abuse, uh, which is what most of everybody else also has under them. So just a, just a, just a thought, throwing that out there. 
the court martial sentenced Sivitz to a maximum sentence one year of uh, confinement in addition to being discharged for bad conduct and demoted from specialist to private. In 2018 interview, he was shown remorse for his actions, claiming to hate himself for what he did. So that's this kid here. Um, let me see. There was nothing really, you know, more other than, you know. He yeah, was and at young, least he admits One of the younger wrong. ones. He also, I think he was like 22 Aww. at that time. Um, yeah, and it was his, obviously his first time in Iraq, first deployment. I think a lot of those guys. Actually, no, there were some other ones that were involved in Desert Storm, so we'll get into that later. But I don't know, like this kid uh, seems to, and like I said, he wasn't directly involved with uh, a lot of the stuff he was just associated because he was present and so we're going from people that were involved because of their presence or because they witnessed this and yeah. never reported it but not necessarily in the pictures or uh, directly involved with any type of abuse mm -hmm. right um, so this is one of those examples of I feel like this could have gone it could have been anybody yeah it could have been any of us because that the, you just feel stuck that you just feel stuck and yeah and you and, try and say something and you get shut down yeah so as uh, oh and this speaking of that the civets is is one of the ones that told his chain of command about oh, this wow. and then was also told to not worry about it it wasn't his job that he didn't understand it and just don't you know just don't speak about what yeah. you see in this place so uh when you get that kind of response you're like well if the leadership's not on my side and if i go the other way those guys are doing the torturing imagine what they'll do to me if they find out yeah. i'm a snitch right so then you just stay quiet because of that and because of that you get caught up in this yeah you know so uh again he did it, this is one of the more severe uh punishments so that's why like i said i started from from the bottom up whatever but i just kind of wanted to show other sides to the story because while I believe that this whole event itself deserves a dishonorable mention, not every one of these people deserve a dishonorable mention. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So Sabrina Harmon. Uh, let me see. So she is, if you know the pictures, or you're watching them right now as you're Googling this, uh, in a lot of the pictures. And that's really why I feel she's actually more involved in this than she should be because when they tried her they didn't try her or they didn't convict her of actually doing anything or abusing the prisoners because she was never witnessed abusing them and even in the pictures she was never abusing them technically physically right but she's the one that's famous for having that thumbs up right next to a naked man's penis yeah she was up right mess and uh she's also seen in another picture where they're piled on top of each other naked where she's like literally hovering over them like she's got her arms around all these naked men and then behind her is grainer who we'll get to him yeah. later and you keep talking about how gross he is and he might be the mastermind behind some of this um at least in this small group you know mm -hmm. but um yeah so she's not really um what do you call it um involved with the physical abuse mm -hmm. but because she was in she's one of the more popular ones 
because she's the 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 thumbs up girl. I mean, that was the um, one that when you think of it, at least when I do, that's the first one that comes to mind. Yes. Right? There's the other one. I believe that's England. Um, yeah, England is that, the one that I that think pointed, of. Yeah, that pointed mm-hmm. at everything and was, you know, she was also in there with Grainer as well, which we'll talk about it. Now, this girl here, Harmon, there's nothing here that says she was involved with Grainer other than she was under his chain of command. So um, and not, not really, because I think he was still a specialist. Uh, but either way, I believe they all thought of him as some authoritative figure just because of his background before he was in the military. So, you know, this guy was one of those douchebags that kept telling everybody what he actually did on the civilian side. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So. All right. So anyways, but I feel like even though it doesn't talk about that, that I don't know the way this guy's history goes. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't trying to sleep with this girl or if he wasn't sleeping with her, he was definitely trying. Yeah. He was because the serious. pictures where he's in with her and yeah. they're all kind of weird and in sexual poses. Um, and then the fact that there were two girls that we know for sure were hooking up with this guy. Yes. With that being said, it makes you think like, was this girl involved in that crazy triangle as well? Oh, yeah. Um, or was she really just following orders and listening to a guy that's even though not that much higher in rank he was a lot older than most of them yeah this guy was grainer was was in desert storm so you know he was one of those old specialists that um um just used to walk around and tell everybody how much experience he has even though he hasn't you know done much in the military yeah anyway so all right moving on ivan frederick frederick uh is the uh e6 i think he was in e6 i'm not sure if he was e7 but uh, uh, he's he I think because of his leadership, because he was. Oh, yeah, he was a staff sergeant. So he was an E6, I believe, because he was kind of in charge of the squad. He got the second most time. Yeah, in. he got eight years. Um, he's in a lot of the pictures, So he definitely he yeah, can't he, he can't deny that. that he didn't know what his team was doing. So that's the, he got caught there. Um, and probably because he was in charge, he probably got more yeah. time. Than the other ones that weren't necessary because he never really got blamed for any uh, physical abuse, just witnessing it or letting it go on. And in some cases, giving the orders as well. So he got eight years. I don't know if he served all eight, but he was sentenced to eight years. And like I said, he got second only to Grainer. Who yeah. got who was and he probably didn't do all eight years because Grainer only did six six years. Yeah, so he probably didn't do it yet yeah. either. I think I don't think any of them did all their their time anyways. But um, doesn't matter. Um, I wanted to bring him up too just because it's interesting. Like, and he's no, there's not much on him mm-hmm. other than this that he got eight years. Um, he was a E six, and um, that's pretty much it. So, but yeah. he's also in a lot of the pictures. So yeah. I think. All those things combined, him being a leader and then being in those pictures, there was no way he could yeah. get away. Even if he never touched the prisoner, it, you know, at you, that point. He let it, and he had more of the power. More power than Like, the, yeah. he could have been, you know, talking to these people and being like, hey, this isn't, is, this isn't right. You know, like, we're, we're not trained on this. Because that's what I, I think. It's like, they were MPs and... They weren't trained like they. But they're like, not trained for prison. They're not, you know, like tra- or, pri- and, and, or interrogation. Guards. Like 
the interrogators were trying to use them as like, what did they call it? Soft interrogation. Yeah. Yes. It's like they weren't trained for this. So it's like really like it's no excuse. But I, I almost like fault them for not realizing their own. Just be like, I feel like one, I keep saying group think, but it's just like you can tell how they just everybody knew it was wrong, but they didn't want to go against the group. They were having too much fun. Yeah. It was easier to just and and sadistic and disgusting. So I mean that that E six. I'm not letting him off at all because he could have been like pushing back. He because I mean just because someone's like you know make sure they stay up all night. Just be like no, that's not what we do. We're here to take care of inmates. Yeah, and especially like too bad they weren't smart enough to realize. These fucking people were farmers. They were shepherds. They, you might have accidentally gotten Al Qaeda in one out of a hundred or yeah. something like that. But you know, let me uh, let me play devil's advocate okay. to that because I believe that the, the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Yes, right. Um, it's the beginning of the war. Earlier, you said mm-hmm. something about um, not on the podcast earlier in the day mm-hmm. about oh, let's not act like like 9-11 just happened and we're 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 um we're hitting the emergency button and we're going to war yeah like when it happened everybody wanted to go to war yeah right and so i think the comment you were trying to say is like let's not let's not just make these rash decisions yeah but i don't know what you were talking about but my my point is this is exactly that so when you think about their mindset Mm-hmm. 9-11 had just happened. We're in war. So they're thinking. Well, it happened. Yeah. And I said that you the, have to let it go. Right. But it happened two years prior. And and I get you get caught. But what do you always hear? Like, you know, contain your military barrier. Right. You but know, let so. Me, but let me finish the comparison okay. to, you know, okay. for the other side. So my point is it had just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, hindsight, 2020, 20 years later, we've forgiven, moved on had our own wounds right we can speak on that but at that moment there were a lot of pissed off people still in america civilians Mm -hmm. and military um so let's have that that makes it i'm not saying none of this is an excuse by the way these are just theories on the mindset right yeah the mindset is fuck you you're the bad guys yeah i know i've been there in that mindset you know it's never never led me to be fair to your point it's never led me to do anything illegal but these irrational thoughts were there and they were not irrational at the time they it was survived right so i can speak on that those thoughts but now put me in an environment where i can do wait you're telling me that i can actually do those things that i wanted to do in my mind Mm -hmm. but now you're asking me you're the cia you're the fbi you're Mm -hmm. the Special forces, the Navy SEAL guys that brought these guys in and whoever's doing this or the, the military intelligence guys, mm-hmm. officers coming in here going, hey, soften them up for us. And all of a sudden I get a go pass. If you're already in that mindset of these are my enemies and I hate you and this yeah. is for for 9-11, then it's too easy to fall in with that, oh, yeah. that group, right? If they're, if the, and that, they're and, probably being fed that over and, and over. And these are yeah. the ones that did and then, this. And then, these exactly. The and then you do that. And so while... Stronger minds, I think, would, could have stopped or changed this. So that's why, yes, that E6 was super important. 
he may have had a little role to play in stopping this, right? And maybe his lieutenant, seeing the bravery of this E6, maybe he grows some balls too, and he says to his colonel or his captain, maybe not. And then that guy, and because everybody is a little bit afraid, yeah, of of, of saying, can you torture these guys? So yeah. they go, you soften them up, and then it goes down the down down the line. So at some point, if somebody would have stood up somewhere along the chain. Mm-hmm. By the time it gets down to the, the specialist, nothing, you know that nothing's going to change. Yeah. You know, that change had to be at the E6 and above level. Yeah. And, and if it, once it, that E6 is the gatekeeper, if it gets past him, it, you're done for. Yeah. The mission accomplished by the leadership. Yeah. If it gets past the E6, then you're done because nothing's going to happen from there because you know what happens when the E4 mafia. If you mm-hmm. don't play along, you know, you you settle the shit in your group. Yeah. It never goes higher. And so real change will never happen. So for that reason, can you blame them, right? They're in this weird situation. Were, the, were some of them more guilty than others? Were some of them really just afraid for their life? They knew they were involved in this thing and it wasn't going to go anywhere. And if it did, by the time the punishment came down... It would have been too late, right? Yeah. Because that shit doesn't move fast. Paperwork no. in the military does not move fast. Yeah. So if you snitched, people would know before fucking the pin touched the paper. Yeah. And you'd be done for, you know. Mm-hmm. And so were some of these acting under being scared or, you know, so all those things. Yeah. Right? And and that that's me playing devil's advocate to the. Oh, trust me. While I, I say I think yeah. the answer's in the middle where yeah. it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I mean, I, I think it's the institution. We all know that I'm like, we have 22 suicides yeah, a can... day, not because they went to war or because um, all of, of what they've seen. It's because of toxic leadership. And this is the absolute perfect example yeah. of toxic leadership. It was a perfect storm because yeah. um, even the leadership, unfortunately, probably... Um, hadn't really seen much war unless they were in desert storm and even then that was was not that was nothing compared to this yeah and so the leadership was new to it um even being being reservist like you said we've both we were in the national guard we understand that Mm -hmm. we also understand that the national guard and the reserves can also be some of the best units oh yeah um so you you can go back and forth and argue that it's reservist or not plenty of active duty units have gotten have been in trouble caught doing worse things yes. than this as fort bliss um yeah, as, f- as fort, fort hood uh <laughs> all the uh, as yes. fort bragg okay, yes. shall we keep going anyways my point is um that it just it was a uh, it was unfortunate events mm-hmm. this unit that maybe have been undertrained not trained correctly um got put in this horrible circumstances at the worst time because think about it a year prior to that they would have probably gotten away with it because they probably wouldn't have been doing this stuff because remember they weren't doing it harsh enough yeah they had to bring the guy from guantanamo bay Mm what gitmo (laughs) as a a little lady told me once little gitmo uh they had to bring the fucking the hammer yeah. Uh, from from Gitmo I'm over sure here. I'm sure he's a douchebag too because like, oh yeah, like if you history. hear him, if you hear him talk, the, yeah. the, the things he says to them, and that's my point is had it, it's like all it's all about timing. If this unit 
had been deployed a year prior mm -hmm. before this guy, this general came in and Got started there. implementing these rules. Mm -hmm. They would have just gone there, not really knowing what to do. And maybe I, I guarantee you, Gar, uh, Grainer mm -hmm. <laughs> would have still gotten in trouble. Yes, I, he would have. But there wouldn't have been this whole thing. Mm -hmm. These pyramids and solar stuff, because nobody was pushing that down, and so just that time frame, and it could have been another unit, an active duty unit coming in after them, mm -hmm. under this uh, this general, and they would have been the ones getting in trouble. So it's all timing as well. Yeah, it's all so it's it's unfortunate, it is. right? And it just happened to happen to this unit mm -hmm. at this particular time, and they were there, and then the people that were involved were not the strongest. It was the perfect storm. Yeah, they so were. it was unfortunate, but um, all right, moving on. So now we're going to get into uh, some juicy stuff. Lindy England is um, she's also oh, she's the, the female I was talking about earlier. That's very famous for doing the pointing the fingers uh, like, you know, the the cool guy. Like, look at this and like a little cigarette in her yeah, mouth. She was just and she just I mean, I hate to judge, but I she know. looks with a little short haircut like that. Everything she's she she looked a little yes like you said at the beginning I, I don't want to be that 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 person that that judges people like this especially like when you say like trashy like that and everything because you know not everybody from like Apache Junction is trashy you know what I, I mean I think when you put a dog collar on a prisoner yeah I mean that's another picture I yes. get to call you trashy when you put them in a naked pyramid Oh, no, I, you, I that is you're I absolutely right. I, I thought you were earlier. You had said something because earlier you said something about them being. Uh, yeah, I think this whole unit was from trash. Yeah. And like that, I that's, think the that's armory what I was, yes. was in the middle of Trashville. Well, what, I don't know what armory is not. Let's be fair. Yes. What armory is not in the Actually, middle of. Actually, the, the guard armory is like. Well, be, the, the, you're, you're in Camelback. Okay. So it's beautiful. Talk about, I know. okay, listen, first of all, talk about fucking privilege here. Okay. This chick doesn't know anything else. She thinks that's the base. She was, that's headquarters, first of all. No, so, that's yeah. The armory. Like that, <laughs> there's an armory over there. Listen. What? You obviously haven't been to 99% of all the bases in Arizona because they're I, all shitholes. I was in, in Roosevelt. Like Nineteenth yes. Avenue, yeah, and all the uh, Buckeye, that all the other one, ones. Yes, I will give you that one, and yeah, I, I mean, also even even technically headquarters is in the middle of a fucking shitty area. Yeah, but you go a mile in there. Well, no, you just right outside. <laughs> no, it's right outside Those... the gates. No, but but okay, if you go left, but if you go north, <laughs> they're nice. It's like barely, Camelback barely, area. Barely, ba yeah. Anyways, anyways, there's. The point is, you're I, right. I was making the your armor, fucking point. I, know. I don't know why you're the arguing armor, with me. I don't armor. know either. Yeah, you're arguing with me. I just like, I, I guess, see, now it's, I naturally get defensive of, even though I, yeah, I throw up every time you, I drive past you said there. It was probably in some freaking shitty Shit. area. And I said, what <laughs> national guard, what unit is not in a shitty area? And then you got all. I was like, ours is Papago Park. It's beautiful. <laughs> see, uh, my group think. It's yeah. like I throw up every time I drive past there. I like celebrate that I never. Yeah, and, now, and here you are defending. And it. then I get like, like what a, do you mean? You're like a dog. Like, oh, getting I'm like shocked. England. Yeah, <laughs> you got. Yeah, see, there you I go. have group think to protect this girl. Oh, see what happens to back her up. But she um, is Trashville. She has a trash bag in Trashville. <laughs> <laughs> trash bag international. Yes. So yeah, so she was dating. Um, Grainer during this time she's the one that talks there was an interview so she like you said 
or I said, um, she is another one that is seen in a lot of pictures. Yes. Another the another one that stands out. Like you said, the the dog collar. Yeah. She's got a leash on a prisoner who's naked, and she's yanking him by the neck. And then the pyramid one, and her putting her thumbs up again with uh, Grainer, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. That's just gross. But again, she was not charged with actual physical abuse. Yeah. Because there was no evidence that she actually abused anyone. And like I said, a lot of this stuff just goes to there's only a few guys that actually put hands on. Everybody else was just witnesses or failed to say anything. That's really yeah. all it was. So that's why I'm saying there is so many different levels here that it's freaking insane. All right. So anyways, she was quoted as saying uh, when asked about the pictures of her posing with Grainer in front of a pyramid of naked men, she said, at the time, I thought I love this man. Speaking about Grainer. I trust this man with my life. Okay, then. He's saying, well, there's seven of them and it's such an enclosed area and it'll keep them together and contained because they have to concentrate on staying up on the pyramid instead of doing something to us. So I have no idea what she was trying to say there. But from my, what I gather is that this was his way of convincing her yeah. to do what she did. Essentially, she's explaining that he told her, if you make them do this or do these weird things, then they'll be too busy thinking about doing these weird things mm -hmm. to to harm us. And she fell for that. Yeah. I mean, you can keep them busy by doing other stuff than just being naked in yeah. a pyramid together. So like you said, trash bag. Well, not even that. I mean, yes, but also not all there upstairs. Uh-huh. Not all there upstairs, right? Yeah. No, she wasn't. And her childhood, she had she was diagnosed with all kinds of like anxiety and um um lots of psychological issues as a child when getting diagnosed wasn't that easy like now yeah. mental health is part of our thing and and you if your child get a gets a diagnosis so it's considered you're, you're, a good so you're thing. saying it was that bad it was that bad that, that back she was, then yeah. yes so i don't even so know why she, she was in the military yeah, i was gonna say how does she how does she pass that that especially an mp an mp yeah so anyways so obviously she was involved with this guy she she loved him and she uh trusted him and apparently she fell for his uh, lies oh, that made no gross. sense. But anyways, it's all good. Uh, Lindy England. Uh, I don't know. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for I you. Know. It sucks that it, it sucks what you did. I don't like it. I'm just saying I feel for you. And uh, I think for the most part, you know, these individuals, I don't wish any ill will. I hope that they move on and learn from and this learn, and, yeah. and get better at it. And But we're getting to the one guy that I might not forgive. No. He, but no. let's move on to Megan uh, Ambul. Megan Ambul. So I'm going to read something from her. She is, uh, I will tell you after I read this, who she, what she's most noted for. All right. Let me see. She wrote a letter. Oh, man, where was it? I'm, I'm trying to find her letter. Uh, 
All right, never mind. She she had written a letter. I thought it was her to her sister saying how she didn't think this was right. Yeah. And she believed what they're doing or making them do was wrong, blah, blah. So anyways, it was um, kind of evidence showing that she at least knew it was wrong and she was trying to tell somebody, even though it wasn't obviously her chain of command. But that kind of goes back to showing how they were so scared of their yeah. own chain of command. Even though they knew it was wrong, they would rather tell their own family yeah. back home on, in letters then to, then than to tell their own chain of up. command. And you got to say, why is that? You got to question yourself. If you really are family, like in the military, if like, you know, at our at our job, like that's that's the one thing when you talk about retention and getting, you know, people and recruiting. I mean, people see the way you treat your your folks. Right. Yeah. And they want to come to you because of that. Right. And so in the military, you say that you say, well, one one family, one fight. You know, every unit is, is special. You know, first platoon, we're family. Second platoon, you know, there's there's the rivalry mm-hmm. because you believe that your family will protect you. Yeah. And then when it doesn't, that's look at what what kind of betrayal is that? That's uh, hard. That's hard yeah. to come back from. Right. So you think about it and no wonder some of these people did the things they did. And mm-hmm. uh, there was another guy, we didn't talk about him today here, but we had watched that documentary. I forget his name, but he claimed he knew it was wrong and he wasn't involved with much of this, except for one time he lost it on a prisoner because he had been, uh, he got in trouble for something he didn't do. Yeah. Uh, and so he took his anger out on these prisoners because he said, well, fuck you guys. It's your fault that I'm getting in trouble. I'm not doing anything. I haven't done anything. And so if they're going to accuse me, then I might as well just do it. And he started getting rough with the prisoners after that. And so it's almost like, well, you had a guy that was trying to do the right thing. And the leadership, not only did they not trust him or believe him, they blamed him for doing something that he didn't do. Yeah. And then now you create this monster. Yeah. You know, and he's not even one of the worst ones because he didn't make it on this list. But Mm -hmm. that was just what he had talked about yeah and so it's just crazy to think that he's like well eventually it was kind of one of those might as well join them mentalities you know yeah so you can see from all angles like what's going on here so all right so what's special about megan ambul is that she got married to grainer in 2005 she should take in she never heard the song from um no when to hold, no when, when to, to fold them. No, no when, when she, to walk away. Yes, no she got a light sentence for being a trash bag. Money. She should have walked away. She sat at that table. Held it, I'm enough and counting mm-hmm. when the dealing's done. Yeah, so, yes, dumb girl. Dumb, dumb girl. But let me ask you this. Yeah. She got married to him in 2005. He had already been in prison for two, almost two years. So no, no, no. I think maybe a year, I think, at that time. Mm-hmm. Either way, my point is that she was not allowed to see him for the first two and a half years of his uh, imprisonment. Therefore, their marriage had to be done uh, by proxy. And so my point is that when do you think they started dating? If he had already been in jail or prison for a while, 
Yeah. And before that, how long before, because she was going through her trial and everything else, they didn't have time to really do anything yeah. unless, wait a minute. They were all Do you think they were hooking up in 2003, 2004 mm-hmm. when they were in Abu Ghraib? But I thought Grainer was with England. Dun, dun, dun. And now you know why I asked that about the first girl, mm-hmm. Sabrina, which I don't want to start anything. There's no proof there, but she does state that she looked up to him. She kind of did what he told her to do. And there's pictures of her and him uh, in some very awkward positions with like naked men around him. Mm-hmm. Like there were pictures of her watching two guys in the position where one looks like he's giving head to the other. And he has her posing there. So you're like, why does he pick her? And she's also cute and fits the description of his MO. It's the only reason why I asked that question. So if she's not involved, that's, you know, yeah, great. But... I just have to ask that question. With this guy manipulating these young girls, two that we know for sure, one that admitted she loved them and was doing all this because of her love for him, and then Megan, who proved it by being by getting married mm-hmm. uh, in 2005, yeah. which just means that they were probably already hooking yeah. up in 2003, 2004. Yes. With that evidence, you ask, how many other girls were there? Yes. You know? And he's just, yeah. He just was an all-around... I just can't believe this girl. All right. You are the expert on this guy because you've been looking him up, but I'll, I'll kind of set it up. Yeah. So this guy was a douchebag from day one. So he was a, um, like I said earlier, Desert Storm mm-hmm. guy. Went over there with um, some MP, but he was a Marine, I believe, at that time. And But he was whatever their version of an MP is. And then... He ended up in the army many years later with the 372nd military police. This is the same unit they all went in. Uh, while he was in the reserves, he worked as a uh, prison guard, right, for the state penitentiary, where he actually got in trouble quite a few times for abuse yeah. of prisoners. Uh, and he even w- fellow co-workers oh yeah fellow co-workers he was accused of punching a prisoner so hard one time that he knocked him out or knocked him unconscious the guy's head hit his head on the concrete uh and did not recover for several hours so obviously probably gave some guy post-traumatic i mean he probably gave some guy traumatic brain injury uh not to mention all the other people he was he had moved to another federal prison i forget the name of that one but he um Oh, it was the state correctional institution that he moved into where it was 90% primarily black inmates with uh, almost 100% white guards where this place was known for its violence. And not only with the inmates, but with the guards and inmates, uh, the there were several stories of from inmates that described when there were uh, inmates getting beaten by the guards, they would use the blood that they, you know, from the inmates and wrote KKK on the wall on several occasions. They would uh, pee on the inmates. And this guy was there during that time to the point where he was accused again by an inmate. So take that for what it's worth uh, of saying, uh, shut up, you N-word. I'm not going to say the word. You guys know what I'm talking about. Before we kill you. He was quoted as saying that to another yeah. prisoner as they were transferring him uh, and beating him along the way to, of all places, the nurses. 
station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, this is Grainer that 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 said that that somebody claims they heard him say that. But again, he got in trouble to the point where he was let go. And then this is where we get into the domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. So in 97, Grainer's wife uh, and mother of their two children filed for divorce and sought a protection order saying Grainer had threatened to kill her. So would you like to take get from there? Yeah, just that this I'm guy. Just talking about him and his. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't understand, again, the military, that you have someone who has three orders of protection. This isn't like where the wife said, yeah, you're mean to me. It's like, no, he he like, she had an order of protection. There was evidence of abuse. There was evidence. And then even the third um, order of protection was given because he went into her house. He didn't live there, went into her house and pulled her by her hair out of bed and then said, and then told someone else like, oh, she can keep my guns because, um, because I won't need them after I'm done with her. Kind of like, I'm going to kill her. I don't need a gun to kill her. Just right. disgusting. So how is this guy an MP? Like, and then he, and then he joined the military. All of this was record. It was fact. And then he joined the military. So he's just this horrible, horrible person that, like, again, I don't blame him any more than I, like, more than I blame the leadership because I really do. I don't think he was a scapegoat because he did all the things that he said that is he's been accused of. This guy was in in his mind. At mm-hmm. the right place at the right time. Yeah. Everybody was else was in the it. wrong place at the wrong mm-hmm. time. He fit right in. Yeah. Even, but I'll say this, even he probably got orders. I guarantee yeah. you that this was not a lie. Yeah. I, don't I, think I believe them. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy though, ran with those orders. Yes. And then I believe that he, you, because he loved doing this stuff and now he was finally getting to do what he always, and he could be sadistic at more yeah. so than, than he was at, at home back mm-hmm. in the States. And then he was in bed with these two young girls and mm-hmm. he probably got off on having them mm-hmm. watch him do this to these men. Yeah. And then also being in pictures with all of them and also probably got off on the fact that he knew that sh- she was friends with her and but they none of them knew each other and that he would get one in a picture and then show it to his girlfriend and be like oh look at me in uh, mm-hmm. england look at oh and she's like oh that's so funny and not knowing that like well i'm fucking england yeah. he probably got off on on on, on showing because he's in all the pictures he's yeah. in all the pictures with all the girls Mm-hmm. Right, he's probably in 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 most of the pictures, and he's always got them in some weird position. So I bet you he got off on yeah. oh, on yeah. that the power, the uh, the the he thought he was like Rico Suave maybe. I don't yeah, know, like, he was getting away with so much, and he, and, and, and he was and getting he to live can, his dream. Almost yes, of, of being cool. Yeah, just a sick. He's just a sick motherfucker. Like he's disgusting, and that's why it makes it so sad that the leadership. I mean, you can see those people a mile away. Like, you can really see them a mile away. Like, that's but, why I get so yeah. frustrated that, like, this was allowed. This was ordered. Um, and then he just picked up the baton and, like. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So, not just unfair, but 
just without no precaution. Because I believe, not necessarily in torture, because I know that the stuff we've done lately has been proven already that doesn't necessarily work. Mm-hmm. People will tell you whatever that you want to At hear. At a to, certain point, it stops working. It stops working, yeah. There's there's better techniques. And, and I believe in using the proper techniques, not just so that we don't hurt people or permanently damage them, even the enemy, but also to actually get better information. Yeah. So, so it's not necessarily about the abuse, although I don't want anyone to get abused. I know sometimes you got to bust a few balls, you know what I mean, to get the, yeah. the truth. Uh, but my point is that I do believe that we should do it the right way. Yes. You know, and, um, and so, but this is not the right way. No. This I, is not the right way. When when the experts are supposed to know this are just telling people randomly, hey, do this, do that, just keep them up, do that, and, and then don't give them instructions. They don't know the rules. And you're being vague because you know they don't know the rules, and just and by you're playing ta- games. and you and you and you prejudge them because as soon as you saw them, you were like, "Crystal, you're from honky tonk nowhere, right?" <laughs> and, trash bag. and and they were right, <laughs> but, yeah. but but and you're supposed to be specialist at, at, at identifying and reading people, mm-hmm. and yet you couldn't read this unit, or you did read it, and you go, "Yeah, bingo." Bingo, wingo. Yeah, they probably want. They, yeah. These are the people that are going to do our dirty work. Yes. And guess what? It's tiresome. Like, okay, let's pretend this is 1980s. We got Russia, we got America, and we got spy games, right? Mm-hmm. And anything goes, baby, because these are black ops. Nobody knows mm-hmm. about this stuff, right? So you're playing hardball. No Geneva Convention rules here, right? How do you keep these 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 prisoners up? Mm-hmm. You know, or how do you how do you torture them constantly, right? Mm-hmm. How do you keep them up? Someone has to be there to kind of guard them and and wake them up and throw water on them and slap them around and all that other stuff right but if you're the main agent if you're the guy that's supposed to get the answers from them and you're the extractor if you will Mm -hmm. right you're the badass that plays mind games and and gets a guy to flip on you because you're Mm -hmm. that good you're not going to be the guy staying up all night splashing water on him you're the expert you're going to get in this case in this case you're the cia you don't have time you make good money and you need to go do important shit before you come in. So you can't ask your guys to be doing the slappy, mm-hmm. the slappy, the watery, mm-hmm. the, the the stuff like I got to keep them up 48 hours and in order for my technique to work. So can you make sure to keep them up for 48 hours? I'm not going to be there to keep them up. You that's that's some low level job. Yeah. And so they kind of use them as their lackeys. Ugh. You know what I mean? Without them even yeah. knowing it. Yeah, because they were. Because at least if you're in the CIA, you're you're in the you know special forces groups that do this kind of shit or whatever. You know, obviously I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Yeah. My point is, if you're one of these specialists and you're with this group, you know what the techniques are and you know what you can and cannot do. But when, and you, when you say keep them up all night, you you know how to do that. When you tell that to a bunch of untrained soldiers, keep them up all night. That means open to interpretation. Grainer, I'm a dirt bag. That means to me, get them naked and stack them in a pyramid. Yes. To yes. to poor little freaking little Smith over here, he's going. Um, maybe if I'm just talk to them all night, they'll stay up. I don't. Know. <laughs> There's a yeah. difference between my staying up all night and yours, yes. Grainer. But they knew that. 
You had to have known that, right? If they're the experts at reading people and you run into Grainer, it probably wouldn't have taken 10 minutes before you figured out this guy's a douchebag. And he's going to he's going to do it to the. 10th degree. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying then they knew mm-hmm. what they were doing. Either yeah. either you admit to knowing what you're doing or you admit to being idiots. Really bad at your job. Which one do you mm-hmm. want, Mr. Bossman? Whoever that was. I keep Whoever. saying CIA, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who told them. Nobody knows. It's and, just so and, gross. And only these 11, even when you include a general, at the end of the day, those are at the lowest levels. Yeah. And most of these... Other than that, general, we're 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 at the lowest. Nobody else really got in trouble. Yeah. No commanders. No real direct commanders. No. No, no like you know, sergeant majors. You know, no, no freaking no one from other agencies well, got investigated. Just them. Just them. Their their commander of this unit, um, of this, but this not this unit, but the brigade, she got. Um, she didn't get taken down to Colonel because of all of this. Once they were investigating, she lied to the investigators and she also got in trouble for shoplifting. Oh, man. This is where the trash bag, that's what I'm talking about. What did she, in the middle of Iraq, where did she, from the PX? I'm like, what did you shoplift? How much can you take? So she was shoplifting. She was shoplifting. So that so oh they were like, God. Yeah, you are a dumb a motherfucker. General? Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Listen, if I'm a general, if you're if, if I, who turns in a general, first of all, I'd be like I look at him, wink at him and be like, Maybe he'll fucking do me a favor when I get in trouble because I caught him, but I would never tell him. Who tells on a general? Generals are in fact I, if I was a dumb little PFC, I would even think generals are supposed to get free stuff. Well, I yeah. Well, I bet what happened is they started asking around, and some PX um, person was like, "Oh yeah, that's the lady that steals all the time." And they're like, "What?" And it's just like nobody said anything. Yeah, um, with the tax evasion, they couldn't get her on being the worst leader, the worst leader ever. They got her because they're like, "Really?" And then they were like, "Yeah, she's like we kind of watch her because she's always like." putting candy bars in her shorts oh or something <laughs> so i that's why this is where the trash bag stuff comes from i'm like that's what you go from general to colonel over a candy bar or whatever it was in the px that you probably could have afforded i mean <laughs> you get combat Jeez. pay i don't know I don't she's know. gross they're all gross so I listen do, the, the dishonorable mention mm-hmm. this will kind of be one of the first, I think it is, it'll probably be the, it is the first, I think it is the first, the first in history where I change it. Oh. So, or maybe not change it, maybe I'm just going to explain it better. Because after all this, uh-huh. um, I don't want to give the dishonorable mention necessary to the, the, the individuals, even Grainer, who was a dirtbag, uh, because if, uh, accusing him of this is, is neglecting the true criminals. Mm-hmm. And the true people to blame, which are the leadership. Yeah. So what I'll say is that this is the dishonorable mention goes to the leadership of yes. the Abu Abu Ghraib. Yes. Incident. I have a very good quote that I want to use. Let's do I'm it. I'm going to mess up this guy's name. Unless someone it's like you cares a whole no. awful lot, nothing will change. It's just not. That that applies that to quote? this as well. But no, oh. it's from Fedor Das. 
Dostoyevsky. And someone, oh, wait, wait, what's his first name? F Y O D O R. F Y? Yeah. I don't know. Fe- he's okay. Fedor so Mascaleni. Okay, say that. Um, he actually is considered one of the best novelists of all time. He's Russian. Um, he's written a lot of books that are current, like mm-hmm. movies and all that, um, are based after. Like, he invented the the suspense, the crime, the chasing someone down. Oh, it's and Fedor it in, Doskovetsky. Thank you. For, and he would, lived in the 1800s. But he has a quote that... A, a society should be judged not by how it treats its outstanding citizens, but by how it treats its criminals. Mm. And I thought that I've was really... I've heard that quote before. I've and heard that's... it. And for some reason, I also thought it, it they had criminals and animals. Well, I've also heard how a society treats its elderly. Yeah, too. So I'm sure that this is a whole... Because it's the concept is, yes, you can... How you treat some of the weaker people the, in your, in your in group, your essentially. Group. Yeah, and, and by yeah. weaker, I mean like a prisoner is at his, at his lowest point. Yeah, you are responsible yeah. to take care of them. That they are put in your custody. Yeah. So you get custody of a child. So you get custody of a prisoner. Yeah, and it's and, supposed to be prison reform. Yeah, and, no prison reform. or, you know, and even people, you know, that were trying to use the semantics of like, well, we weren't at war. They were terrorists. They're still underneath it. One, they they hadn't been found guilty. They so. Well, that's the thing. They, 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 didn't, need, they, they didn't need didn't, to be. They, they didn't, need, didn't to be. need to. They were they, treating them. Speaking so, of that. But they were just people. They were. And I just found out, too, through that mm-hmm. documentary. We knew they were holding women, too. Some of them were just being held not for being guilty of anything. And they knew this and it didn't matter. But because they were relatives or spouses of very high up ranking members. Yes, uh, women and children. Yeah, And so that for that reason, they held them to use them as like, hey, if you don't give us info or if you don't come to us, we're going to keep your wife, your sister, your mother, whatever. And then also kids, yeah. nine-year-old kids in prison. Little babies. And I'm like, ah. When and the guy's talking about this as like nine-year-old in prison. He goes, I could not wrap my head around that. It doesn't make when he sense. Talks about because it, it doesn't I, I make didn't sense. know that. I never, until I saw this, didn't know that we had kids yeah. technically in, uh, as prisoners and how do to we use get as this? bait. And so I just want to say, like I keep saying, this is somewhere along the line, someone thought this was okay to do. And that's where the group group think. And I just think it's so funny. There's like five things you can do to combat group think. And I'll run through them really quick because they are the thi- five things that the military absolutely will not let you Does do. Does not do. Let's see. So they are build a diverse team. While the military is quite diverse, their whole point is to make everyone green or blue yeah. that you come you all come together so diversity is fine outside but once you come in here they try they start the group think very soon they want you to get they say they're unifying you right but um but that takes away people's ability to stand up to things like this um then a meeting should not be run by one person what happens in a formation, it's run by one per- person. And I know you need these formations and things like that. But the point is, it's like the general says, and then the colonel mm-hmm. says, and then the major, and then the 
captain and then the first sergeant and right. on it goes down and there's no ability to how you know your ranks thank you i didn't know them for 23 years but somehow they came out um engage outsiders the military does not i mean <laughs> well unless you count hookers and strippers yeah as outsiders. <laughs> they engage those but you know it's like we're the professionals you are you and we are we and they don't like like maybe you might have wanted to bring the red cross in and talk to them about no, it's, it's some impossible of this. to get on some basis for certain things yeah yeah but, so, i mean when 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 you're talking about like trainings and yeah and, and things like that it's 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 very hard to get through the commanders of these bases yeah uh, even in when even when it's beneficial like they're they're very weary of outside entities only that a few groups help. can get into yeah. yeah yeah even when it came to helping uh uh the guys that were getting out mm-hmm. when this is in my old role many many years ago uh, it was hard to fight tooth and nail uh, when the commanders uh, uh, from the bases changed out. Because, oh. like, you're like, yeah, we've been doing this for a few years where we help uh, people getting out on how to fill out a resume and how to do this and that. And then they're like, oh, well, send us all your info. And so you'd have to start literally all over again. Yeah. The process of trying to prove on why you should be on base teaching these classes. And then by the time it gets approved, you know, you'd last a year and then the new commander comes oh in. <laughs> and then, so anyways, that's yeah. a cycle. And of, then they you're wonder right. why then the people come out and 22 yeah. a day. Um, get unfiltered input. So you're supposed to get unfiltered input, like not, yeah. you know, like, hey, I don't think we should be taking pictures of naked prisoners. Shut yeah. your mouth. You don't belong over there. Get back in your lane. Yeah. I mean, that's the military. Yeah. So, and then the last one is expect conflict. That that when you're working on any project, someone's going to have this different idea and you have to know how to handle that conflict. And when it has to be allowed, so when someone says, I don't think we should be putting dog collars on prisoners. It doesn't look right. And taking pictures. Then just shut up, you get over there so it's just like you know i don't think we should be having children in prisons it just doesn't feel right especially mm-hmm. when we don't know i mean because at the end of the day what we did find out they were just shepherds and farmers i mean there's some bad people but most of them were not yeah um so what i'll say to, to that is I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the opposite of what the military teaches you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where we differ is that I understand that that is necessary mm-hmm. to make an army. Yes. Is, is, the, is the, an army, to me, mm-hmm. is, is the definition of groupthink. And it's designed by purpose to make you think. So who better to fall under this groupthink than a unit? Right, because yeah. they they've been trained. Yeah, they've they been, were doing they, exactly they, what they were. They've been trained to do. the op- everything you just said. You are trained the opposite of that because that is to combat groupthink. Yes, we don't want to teach that to our young privates. No, right. We want to teach them groupthink, and but as long as it's us that they're listening to, and then you trust them, and this is where I, this is where that really bothers me, mm-hmm. because we give the army. And our leaders mm-hmm. are all yeah. knowing. I know when I went, I felt like I was an older than mm-hmm. most. I was 23. I was still young. But I felt that I went in there knowing this, mm-hmm. that I'm about to join a cult. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's a cult <laughs> that I want to join. Mm-hmm. And I'm here and I'm going to give you my all. And I did physically, mentally, everything. Mm-hmm. I was great mm-hmm. at what I did. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it's unfair that I'm willing to give it my all and my life and go to war for you and knowingly do this. There's some people that don't know it, unfortunately, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We need them too. <laughs> but for most of us that understood the game mm-hmm. and despite knowing what groupthink can do for you, you're like, but in this case, groupthink is to protect the nation and you can't think any other way. And when we were willing to sell our souls, stop drawing and all my artwork because that wasn't this, mm-hmm. stop doing what I love doing because it wasn't this, stop right? Stop being Mario. Stop being Mario because it's not acceptable mm-hmm. in, in this groupthink. Yeah to be a better soldier, I can't be 100% Mario, mm-hmm. right? Only part of Mario can be 100% soldier, right? The rest mm-hmm. of Mario is kind of wonky and funny and artistic and and that's not, no, that's not there's, here. There's no place so I, you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You lose yourself too, mm-hmm. part of you. But the worst part is that when they betray you mm-hmm. because you give it your all and so when they tell you don't worry about it, you don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. When they tell you don't look over here, or this is not wrong. There's a new law that says you're covered. I'm responsible as long as you follow my orders. I'm the one who's getting in trouble. When you when you and then you take pictures and you think it's funny, it's because your leadership that you a hundred percent gave your soul to mm-hmm. misleads you, yeah. and that's to me the most heartbreaking thing. Yeah. So that's why I chose not to give it to these people, even though they all have their own freaking. Issues. spiders and issues and i hope they're dealing with it i wish them well as as comrades as people as humans as humans but the leadership that's unacceptable to yeah. use and abuse that power that they mm-hmm. gave you yeah. it's because we gave you that power colonel yeah. major we can take it away too yeah and sometimes you you die on that sword yeah. for your freaking commanders yeah. For your, you know, because you were trained that way. And it's an honorable death for us, right? Yeah. You you landed on the sword for your leadership. There's yeah. nothing more honorable than that. Except when you find out they're dirt bags. And, and, it's, like, and it's their sword that you landed on. Yeah. And they, they sharpened it and stuck it up right so that when you fell you like fell you, right in you it. weren't yeah. gonna hit it but then they readjusted it to make sure but we don't we don't know that then and, and you don't know that then you and, don't and and it's not always like that either it's not you there's know? so many good people and i guess but that's why it's yeah. the shameful part that when this happens that's that's the saddest part yeah because it's it's betrayal of the worst kind i feel yeah so anyways so to the leadership of abu Ghraib, fuck you you get the dishonorable mention of this month so for crystal judgy mcjudgers (laughs) ready i'm outside the wire acquired thank you guys don't forget to save the pingolins 